The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. This show brought to you by Jersey Ninja. New items added weekly, superior quality products, excellent selection, competitive pricing, 100% satisfaction guarantee. That's Jersey Ninja at jerseyninja.com. Your source for great quality hockey jerseys and performance wear products. Welcome to another episode of Wookiee Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. And I'm just going to say it beforehand. Happy Christmas to everyone, to all our listeners out there, all fellow smugglers. Were you from like Britain now or something? <laughs> it just the direction it went at the moment. <laughs> so he's been listening to Doctor Who or something. <laughs> No, Father Christmas. Say Father Christmas show up and say hello to you. Uh, Father Christmas. I'll see Father Christmas, Pierre Noel, La Bafana, Sigrid, and Eula Neeson. Uh, who else am I missing? And the the Derma all on Saturday, or the as we're recording this Saturday. As I still I'm do- say one of the- as I'm huh? doing the story as I'm doing the storytellers at Epcot. Ah. See, I still say the best version of Santa Claus is from Violent Night last year in the movie theaters. <laughs> I still haven't watched that one. Dude, it's on Netflix now. I know. Yeah. Gotta see you got to watch that movie. There's a horror film called Hanukkah as well. Yeah. yeah. I haven't seen that one either. And Derek knows one of the stars in that film. Sadie Katz. Huh? Sadie Katz. Yeah. Because we had her on Space Wars and uh, we've had her on in the past. Mm-hmm. So, I think she was one of the ones who mentioned that movie too. Yep. So, uh, check out the homepage wokeyradio.net and support our affiliates like Bitty Boomers. Use code WeBeGeeks for ten or fifteen percent off your purchase of Bluetooth speakers. Even if you didn't get one for the holidays, you can still buy one. They still make a great gift, even to yourself. And pro- Biddy Boomers probably won't get it to you before the holidays, but Amazon will. That doesn't well, help us at all, but you can still get a Biddy Boomer before Christmas. <laughs> well, by the time the show airs, it's already Christmas. 
Oh, yeah. Well, if someone would get on it a little quicker. <laughs> I'm now curious to see if they added any new Star Wars bitty boomers. They have a Darth Vader bitty box. It's a box-shaped oh, speaker. Man. Mike, please tell me. You're going to have some time. We're going to actually finally get the website updated. Yes. I will have in my downtime. Update you put on was April of 23. <laughs> in my downtime, yes, I will be updating the site. We keep telling people every week, go check out the homepage. We've not touched it in like 10 months, but hey, it's still there. Hey, I'm going to be home for two months. Minimum, it's going to get updated. It will get updated. Uh, also, too, check out our partners over at Red Flag Workshop. Use code SMUGGLER3 for 25% off your purchase. Uh, some great National Park and National Park Ranger patches. Uh, some awesome remove before flight sci-fi key rings, which I know he has some new ones coming. As he told me which ones were coming. Uh, coming in 2024 will be, uh, I think, the Y-Wing. The... Uh, Slave One for Boba and Django coloring. The, uh, the Clone Troopers Star Destroyer or Jedi Star Destroyer from the Clone Wars. Uh, there's one or two others. Oh, uh, I think a reorder in the X-Wing. The Resistance X-Wing and something else. Uh, also to check out Hanger-58.com. Use code Wookie Radio for 10% off your performance wear. Uh, Rebel Sabers. Use code Wookie for 10% off all your lightsaber needs. And Jersey Ninja, who you heard in the show for hockey jerseys and performance wear as well. Use code WeebyGeeks for 10% off your purchase there. Okay, I'm looking at Red Flag Workshop that you were just talking about. Uh -huh. And I found a patch I'm going to have to get. Which is this U.S. Space Force punching ET? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to get that one and then go down to the U.S. Space Force base that's in Tampa, <laughs> or get a couple and hand them out to the to the SP Space Patrol <laughs> or Space Police or whatever they're calling their MPs. Give them a couple. I think that could be interesting. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's our. Partners and affiliates. Uh, so we're going to start off with this one. This was a story we were going to do a few weeks ago, um, but life happened and we just got caught up with things. Um, needless to say, Disney Parks made a announcement that new destinations will be coming to Star Tours at various Disney locations. We should start, and we should start seeing these appear, these new planets starting April 5th, 2024, in honor of Season of the Force. While Season of the Force will only run through June, fans can likely expect to see the additions of Star Tours stick around for a bit longer or potentially be revived during subsequent promotional events. So, uh, they confirmed earlier this year that Ahsoka will be honored during Star Tours, though it's unclear which planet from the series will be incorporated from the location. Um... Ahsoka's too fresh. I don't even remember the names of the planets on that. I don't. I don't either. 
but it's either probably going to be the forest planet where the um where they built the hyperspace ring ship or yeah. it'll be with the um, one in the other galaxy probably wouldn't it be kind of sweet if you leave a planet from star tours you end up um, flying into a pergle you fly back <laughs> out on the other, the other galaxy pergle <laughs> running into pergles would be cool i think they need to be incorporated um so yeah it is not known whether these locations will be permanent like i said or just brought back now, if they're going to introduce them, just go ahead and introduce them and make them permanent. Then add them into the rotation. Yeah. Why not? Because at this point in time, Batu's been added, and I have yet to see it. And I want to say there's one or two others from the sequel trilogy that's been added that I've yet to see. So. Um. Then, uh. From comicbook.com, these two next three stories come. Star Wars teases one Jedi Master's Dark Fall. Storyline of the Star Wars High Republic Phase 3 continues this week at, with the High Republic series and Jedi Knight Keeve Trinus, his battle against the Nihil. After the Nihil captured and annexed part of the galaxy, he was part of the response from the Jedi and Republic to help those caught in the swath of the Nihil raids. Unfortunately, the Nihil were ready for their response in the form of their new enhanced enforcers, Children of the Storm, as opposed to the Blues Brothers in Blues Brothers 2000, Riders on the Storm. These must be just characters that are um, for the comic books because I've not, never heard of the Children of the Storm yet. I think they they may be introduced here and then uh, carry over into future books because it's all inter interweaving together. Because there were characters yeah. in Phase One and Phase Two that appeared in the comics that li- appeared in later books. Yeah. So uh, on top of that, a member of the Hut Cartel, Scarabada. Her, brought her muscle against the Jedi, including former Nihil Lieutenant Lorna D. Oh, I wonder where she went. Keeve quickly found herself captured. In the High Republic, Phase 3, Number 2, Keeve is tortured by Skardobu's Lieutenant Masakani, who can force his way into Keeve's mind. Hmm. This torture session lasts until Keeve gives up the secret Scarabid Scar Abda was looking for, who killed her heroic sister, Myraga, who fought alongside the Jedi against the dreaded Drengir, the plant monsters, and the Nihil. <laughs> so I think we're... So the, the fall of the Jedi we may be seeing is either Keeves or Skier. I think they're alluding that it's going to be... Um, yeah, because if you scroll down to the, below the pictures there, they finish this up. Yeah. So here's the question. How does Skier and Boyega get along? Boyega? Are you talking about Buriaga? Yep, Buriaga. Sorry. I say Boyega is a totally different thing and a different um, timeline. Buriaga. I don't remember. Um, Skier, I believe, was um, what's her name's master, wasn't he? Um, Oh, she was the main character for the first set of books. I don't remember, but Skier's a transdotion. Yeah, he's a transdotion. And, I don't know how he, but well, remember, um, both of them technically 
were taken would have been taken from the people before they would get the um all the tribal knowledge of the hatred between the two. Yeah, but I would I would think that's something that's like embedded or embedded into the DNA. That's when it becomes do they um is it a genetic thing or is it something that's learned because their people have been enemies for so long? Good point. But no, I could see Skier from the, from what I um, remember of him from the other books and stuff that I could see him possibly falling. He was sometimes was skirting the edge already. Yeah. So uh, up next, bad news for season two of Andor. Mm-mm. So on Tuesday night, the um, Disney Plus kind of unveiled their 2024 release schedule. Andor is not among their release. Mm. Yeah, but if you look at what they are putting out, that's a pretty tight schedule. Yeah. <clears throat> but it could mean at some point in 2025, maybe early 2025. But this comes after a panel at Celebration indicated that the season would debut in August of 2024. With it as could have been other stuff got done in time and Andor was not ready yet. If, well, I know Andor was not affected by the strikes it was already written and shooting was happening over in Europe. So the actor yeah, strike didn't occur. Still, um, wait, did, did they confirm somewhere that it was still filming during? Yes. Because yeah. a lot of, a lot of those actors are still SAG actors. But a lot of them are also the European union. Yeah. And they were filming in Europe. So everything was fine. Filming in the UK. That was not fall. They were not covered or were not obligated to the sack strike. Because I remember them talking about that because we discussed it uh, when the this news earlier this year that they were still filming. Now, whether they were filming the main stars or not are filming all a lot of the. Um, yeah, I think that's supporting the, supporting it, parts, but. Yeah. Film everything they could because, um, like I said, your main actors are American actors that if SAG's on strike, they can't work. Well, they can technically, but they're not supposed to. Right. But, you know, I'm I'm OK with it being pushed back if they're trying to achieve the same quality that season one was. Yeah, I'm OK with yeah. them pushing back as long as they don't cancel it. Yeah. Yeah, when we get to um, what is coming next year, it's all stuff. I think I think everything that I've seen on that list is stuff that was already done filming before the strikes. Yeah. Or or was almost done and went and take long to. Yeah, it was real close. Um, trying to remember what was released. Uh, I think oh. you have the story up there, don't you? A. No, but I just I just yeah. pulled it up. I just pulled it up. Yeah, I said you had it up there. Uh, Star Wars might report having disappointing Disney Plus update for 2024 series. Um, this was not it either. Uh, the release explains that Star Wars Acolyte will appear on Disney Plus in 2024. Skeleton Crew will also arrive on the platform in 2024. Uh, Marvel-wise, Echo, Agatha, Darkhold Diaries, and X-Men 97 are confirmed. Um, 
And while Andor, The Bad Batch, and Star Wars Tales of the Jedi are all expected, it's unclear if those projects have been delayed until 2025 or the press release was just merely specifying all new programming coming to Disney+. Plus. Yeah, I could have sworn I heard um, it was almost all new stuff. Yeah. And I'm looking to see if I can find a story about it. So, uh, while you're doing that, I'll go ahead and jump right on. Uh, Star Wars releases three seasonal Lego shorts. Three new ones. Wait, yes, all new shorts to help mm-hmm. fans get in the spirit of the season. Um, they also re-released the Lego Star Wars Holiday Special, which debuted back in 2020. So... The new shorts, Twas the Night Before Life Day, in homage to the well-known classic. Uh, Yoda recounts the story of R2-D2 ruining a Life Day party thrown by the Emperor aboard the Death Star. No, not R2-D2. <laughs> I didn't know the Empire knew how, or the Emperor knew how to throw a party. Maybe that's how Ray's father came about. Maybe. It was a drunken party. He probably has people to do that for him. <laughs> hey, no. So she's not really a Palpatine. I meant through the party. <laughs> uh, the next one up is Chewie's holiday cheer up. Noticing that Chewie is disappointed by not sell- to not celebrate Life Day with his family, Han rallies the rebels at Yavin Base to surprise Chewbacca with a Life Day celebration of their own. Oh, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the final one, 10 new treasures tasked with finding items for Master Yoda, Jedi younglings, Kay Brightstar, and Lys Soleil set off to track down the pieces and learn a valuable lesson. So I I love the Lego shorts in the Lego specials, whether it's Star Wars or Marvel. They've been so much fun. I've actually enjoyed the DC ones as well. So, speaking of young Jedi adventures, they walk away with two children's and family Emmys. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. I'm, I'm, so, I'm so glad I've been actually watching the show. It's kind of a cute show. Great to catch up. I saw the first couple episodes. To me, it's still, yes, it's kid-based, but I still get my Star Wars fix from it. Some <laughs> cool stuff. And it definitely, I think, pitches the Star Wars message to the younger kids and as a way for them to relate to Star Wars a bit more. And you, having Yoda as that common thread, especially since Young Jedi Adventures takes place during the High Republic era. We see a younger Yoda. See how he, he's been, you know, we know he's old by the time he passes in Return of the Jedi. He's over 900 years old. This, this helps carry that through. That he's been around as a big part of this galaxy. So, um, but they won two two awards. Uh, they took home awards for outstanding editing for a preschool animated program, and those are editors Brian Dolly, Loose Leg, Loose Leg, <laughs> Lewis Leg, Loose Leg too, uh, Danielle Altura, Zachary Bullman. Pamela Cabrera and Petrus Gamelgard. And this one's got a soft spot 
for me because my people outstanding sound mixing and sound editing for our preschool animated program re-recording mixers phil brown melissa ellis supervising sound editor heather olson mpse foley mixer david bonilla bonilla mpse foley artist john j lampion and dialogue editor robbie smith mpse so um what is mpse oh motion picture sound editor is what they are it's a uh sort of like aes which is a audio engineer society or sag it, it's uh yeah it's another union it's not exactly a union but it's a it's a um it's an organization membership uh sort of like a producers guild of america or art directors something like that so um the series received five nominations in total Outstanding Preschool Animated Series, Outstanding Music Direction and Composition for an Animated Program, Outstanding Main Title um, as well. Uh, the show is set 200 years before The Phantom Menace during the High Republic era. It follows the young Jedi younglings as they study the ways of the Force, exploring the galaxy, help citizens and creatures in need, and learn valuable skills needed to become a Jedi along the way. So... um some quotes the entire creative team that puts so much heart and soul into the series is incredibly honored to be recognized with two children and family children's and family emmy awards says james Waugh, uh svp franchise content and strategy uh we could not be more proud of the incredibly talented artists and craftspeople that have made the show so special when we started working on star wars young jedi adventures with michael olson in 2019 executive producers josh rhymes jackie lopez and i were thrilled to also partner with wild canary and icon creative two of the best animation studios in this industry these two emmys are a testament to an incredible team that came together across the studios to make the show it reflects their hard work passion and dedication to making each episode a heartfelt visually stunning experience one that honors the commitment to excellence and storytelling as so synonymous with the star wars galaxy to the Television Academy and to the Star Wars fan who have embraced the series is and his characters, thank you. So y'all's thoughts. Well, we said it at the beginning when we first um, saw the show that it looks really, really good. I mean, it's a good show. It's good that they're getting acknowledged for that. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and they should get acknowledged. I mean, it's it's so worth it. So um well, before you get too much farther, I did find um, Yahoo News put up to, or Yahoo Entertainment put up today that um, as of ten twenty three this morning, um, I believe it said there's four shows um, scheduled for Star Wars this year. Still, okay, we know about Acolyte and Skeleton Crew, but I guess Bad Batch three and Tales of Jedi season two are still on the schedule too. Okay, now so those four are the what we have right now for Star Wars. Bad Batch three is not going to end on a happy note from what I'm Pro- hearing. I kind of feared. That's what I'm hearing. Happy note. True. True, but I mean, it's going to be even even beyond that. Well, it's just like when they started the Clone Wars and we re- and remember, wait a minute, Ahsoka's not in the original trilogy. Yeah. Well, true. Bad Batch, true. as far as we know, have never been seen after this series. This is true too. I mean, I can change, but 
be interesting to see what happens. um, Maybe they're hiding on a planet the way Rex and his guys were. Who knows? I just hope Omega makes it. I hope so, too. I mean, you know what I mean? Well, here's the other question. We discussed this before. Would we want to see Omega potentially make an appearance in Skeleton Crew? Mm, Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know if she will or not, but it, it may be fun. I just hope we find we get some actual closure on things. Yeah. Or we find out some answers or you know. Yeah. Well I but they know where they're they already knew where the ending was a long time ago, so Yeah. Yeah. I think I think they knew what the end result was gonna be when I, I think Filoni knew when he did the put the show together. So I think I believe season three is the final season. I think so too. I think that was announced. So cool. They're they're at least getting to end this one the way they wanted, instead of um, what happened to him with Clone Wars, uh-huh. which he had to piece everything back together afterwards. Mm-hmm. Now with the lost episodes, and then okay, well we have Disney Plus. Let's do the final season with all that time in between. So, uh, not that I didn't appreciate the, the getting the finale. Of Clone Wars, but I still don't think it ended the way he wanted to end it initially. I think we got the ending that he made work for the final two episodes or final two yeah. seasons. So, well, we know so. he did drop some of the stories because um, some of them were already released as audiobooks or regular books or comics before they even got to the um, mm-hmm. actually make the final season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, before I. I kill off the last two. I'm trying to see if there's any other stories we could cover. If not, this is going to be a short episode. Yeah. Which I'm okay with. Well, next, week, next week, we're going to do our best of the year recap and everything else. So, um, It's from last week. That's last week. Okay, so I'm at a total loss. <laughs> Actually, I got to look up something real quick, see if it's there. If so, I have something we can talk about in a minute. Uh... Uh-huh. The other question is which one of you guys wants to uh, pull out a story card for us to discuss? I can. Um, I have them right here. Ah, here we go. Natalie Portman debunks a major Padme rumor. In uh, Apparently, in Revenge of the Sith, we saw her character meet a tragic end. Well, yeah. There have been a lot of rumors how the movie could have gone another way. One saw... Padme attempting to kill Anakin hmm. while promoting her new film, May, December, May, December, Portman reflected on some of her biggest roles with Vanity Fair and was asked if there was truth to the longstanding rumor. Oh, that's cool. Portman said when she was asked if there was ever an alternate version where Padme kills Anakin. <laughs> no, no. She added with a laugh and cool, but nope. Um, wasn't there a video game? That gave an alternate ending where Anakin killed Obi-Wan? I don't remember. Yeah. It doesn't sound familiar to me, but that just means I didn't play it. If it did, it was there. I have no idea what game that could have been. Of course, none of that typed in. Uh, okay, Obi-Wan. Anakin kills Obi-Wan. 
Or is it alternate? I don't see how this alternate ending will have played out. I think it was something fans pieced together. Probably. Because there, there's no way we would have the rest of the trilogy play out the way, or the rest of the saga play out the way it is if he killed Obi-Wan. Because he doesn't kill Obi-Wan until 20, 20 years later when Obi-Wan sacrifices himself. But, um, so yeah. I think it's silly that there, there was this alternate version where Padme kills Anakin. Would that have happened? And then, oh, the Emperor was able to revive him with force lightning and put him in the in the suit. And he he take and that's where the idea of the death trooper came from is from Vader. You know, listening to myself say that. Potentially a decent idea. <laughs> so uh when she was a guest on What Happens Live earlier this month, a similar conversation about her time making Star Wars happen. She told host Andy Cohen that no one has asked asked her about a return to Star Wars, but she's open to it. Uh, she added, it was the first time I worked digitally. Really don't think anyone was shooting that way then. It was my first time working with a green, sc- green screen. It was a whole new set of skills to pick up and a whole new world to, to enter. Yeah. Well, I think hers would be a little bit... Um, it would take a lot more writing and figuring out because... Of what at what point she dies, right? Because it's like we they would also have to definitely do some um, digital work because she but Natalie Portman now does not look like Natalie Portman from like oh five oh six. Nope. I mean it's not major differences, but everybody ages. Yeah. Look at the look at the differences we saw with um the Anakin Obi Wan fight scene when they didn't de age Hayden Christensen. Well, they did, but not a lot. Yeah. That was a totally different person, even though, yeah. I mean, he yeah. looks just like Hayden Christensen, but yeah. So, uh, so we said we're going to discuss, uh, 2023 next week. Yes. But since it is Christmas, yes, everybody, um, as far as I can tell, the only place you can do this is to go to YouTube. And there's a couple people that have put up Christmas in the stars on YouTube, the Christmas, the star Wars Christmas album. Hmm. I have it somehow, but I have it. I have a copy of it. I know Mike has a copy of it. Uh, yeah, my copy of it is how my copy of it was acquired for the purposes of this show. Yeah, I mean, and there are there are really some fun stuff in there. And it, and if you guys ever want to get um, a really good trivia question for your friends at a Christmas party. <laughs> Find out, um, ask someone if they, if anybody knows what was the first album John Bon Jovi ever appears on. And how was he credited on that album? I don't <laughs> even know if he was credited, was he? He was. Because he was on Christmas in the Stars. If I remember right, his uncle was the producer on it. Yes. And he is credited on the album as John Bon Jonovich, his real name. Well, that's because he was still a kid. If I remember right, he was only like 12 or 13 when they did it. Uh, I believe he was. A, no, he was older than that. But he was an intern at the at his uncle's studio. Oh, OK. But I know it was in a um, it was a large like, choir scene thing that he didn't have. I mean, you would never pick his voice out of it. No. Yeah. He was there with a bunch of other people singing together to uh, fill that's, out. Like, uh, that's not John Bon Jovi's real name. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. 
John Bon Jonovich? No, it's John Bon Jovi. But that's why I meant Bon John. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what I meant. But there's your little Christmas trivia. There. And um, if you've not never heard it before, you owe it to yourself to listen to it at least once. There's some. It's actually not a bad album at all. One of the best songs on there is "Where Do You Get a Wookie for Christmas." Yep. If he already owns a comb. <laughs> yep, yep. And it even has Anthony Daniels singing on there as C-3PO. Yes. Actually, a couple times, I think he's on a couple songs. And R2-D2 as himself. Mm-hmm. Chewbacca's there as well. It's called Christmas in the Stars. If you look it up on YouTube, there's a couple people that have a playlist that has each of the songs in separate videos. It's a great album. Oh, yeah. It's such a fun album. Especially if you like novelty Christmas stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. None of the songs are normal, um, what you've ever heard of as a Christmas song. I mean, they'll be very similar. You'll you'll recognize some of the songs, but they're not the original versions. But it is is a Star Wars. I mean, this was almost a prelude to Life Day. Mm -hmm. If I remember right, or no. When did the album come out? It was after that. Came out, I think, in the early '80s. Hang on, I looked it up a minute ago. It was produced in 1980. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, Ben Burt actually did did the audio for Chewbacca and R2D2 for this. Yeah, yeah. So this wasn't really it wasn't a, technically an official project for Star Wars, but then again, so was the holiday special. <laughs> Loosely, I need to pick up a copy of that. Um, they actually the um, the service of the force is out on DVD and on digital. Yeah, now, so yeah, I need to get a copy of that as well. I really do. I guess he put out a book also. Yes. Yeah, I almost want to get off. I want to get the digital copy and the and the book. Now, if the D, if the DVD has extra features, then yeah, I would look into that as well. See, I almost would rather have the DVD so I can set it on the shelf beside the actual my copy of the holiday special. Oh, I'll probably end up getting it as well because I've been trying to collect anything that's come out with Star Wars because I have a copy of Fanboys. Yeah, I, I've had that for years. And Great I, movie, I, I, by the way. Love Fanboys. I would love to see almost an updated version. I don't know, maybe uh, that, um, that takes place with going into Force Awakens. Maybe more of a sequel style. That's what I'm saying. Going into Force Awakens. Yeah. Because what what right. happens one with uh, um, the two that hook up at the end? Yeah. Well, the, Jay the, and the Kristen is the idea of this of this one that um, they were waiting in line to get into the Phantom Menace and stuff. By the time we get to Force Awakens, we don't have that anymore. That's something that is. I mean, there's people who still try to still do that, but. You don't have to wait in line for days and days to make sure you've got a good spot. Right. Oh, sorry. But it would now, still be going as fast as they can to type in when the tickets go on sale to get their tickets. But you're sitting at home in front of the computer. Right. Or with your phone in your hand. Right. No, it, it's, it's still be interesting to see, see something, see how it picks up. Something that modern kids will never understand. The, the pains of showing up late to a premiere oh, I mean, yeah. on the end of the front row of a theater. <laughs> we did that with 12 monkeys ended up in the front row. We looked up at the screen and said, yeah, no, we're going back and getting our money back. <clears throat> we walked yeah, out. 
stuck like that for Star Trek Generations. I walked out. It's like, yeah, we can't do this. They're like, yeah, no problem. Here's your money back. Thank you. Much appreciated. So, um, I got anything else before I hit our final thing. That's all I had for this week. I don't know. Derek? I have one little thing that I just discovered, which is a little bit of a, well, not really a bummer, I guess, but apparently um, Hasbro did something. They opened the Has, HasLab vault about that. on December 18th and December 19th, where you could purchase some of their uh, older stock of HasLab items ah. in very limited numbers. Question is, was there anything worth? I don't know. I can't see it what was, they had. I remember right. Um, it was like just about everything that they've had recently. The Sky Striker. They had a couple of. And it's only they only had like two or three of each of these. The Proton mm-hmm. Pack was there. Um, if I remember right, there was a Razor Crest or two. The pro- but the problem is, as soon as it went on sale, like less than thirty seconds, everything was sold yeah. out except for the copies of Heroescape. Yeah, because <laughs> they did a really, really bad job of trying to bring Heroescape back. <laughs> no, look back. Look at look up. Anybody who doesn't know, look up Heroescape, the original game, and what it was and how it was beautiful. Because every piece, it was a miniatures game. Every piece was fully painted, ready to go out of the box. All the land was fully painted to look like land tiles. When they tried to remake this, each army was a single color. It was whatever the color of the plastic was. If I remember, the land tiles kind of were just really generic looking, but they tried to charge like $400 for it. Wow. Yeah, if you look at the HasLab version of it compared to the original, it's like, I don't know what they were thinking. It's an, it, it's like the Rancor situation. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's even worse. It's worse than the Rancor situation. If you can believe that. <laughs> but you know, I want to see them bring back that Rancor but for vintage collection. Sell it outright. Yeah. If you're going to do it as a HasLab, reintroduce it as vintage collection. All right. That same well, size. They're going to sell it cheaper and with a much better uh, oh, yeah. port. I, I, I think they could do better um, better uh, incentive rewards. Yeah. If I remember, didn't they want like 200 or $300 for that thing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, it was even more than that, I think. And it was like, what? And, and yeah. the, ins- the incentives were crap. Yeah, the stretch goals that you couldn't get Malakili at all. Now, it'd be interesting if they sold it um and you got Malakili and you got Danny Trejo's character as a thing. Yeah. And, you, and it, it would sell a removable um a removable saddle. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Keep that Book of Boba Fett or Jabba. Keep that same size, but make it for the vintage collection, which I always yeah. said, it, it it almost seemed better scale for vintage collection than it did for, yeah, yeah, for uh, then, the other way to do it. Also, is we've talked about this before. <clears throat> They've done okay bringing back some of the playset ideas. Actually, do it and make it up the way they did the throne room for Bibop Fortuna, where it's actually a full throne room thing. Well, you sell yeah. the half cave. Yeah, right. yeah. That's part of the price. That's why, and you could get probably if you'd sell the cave with some rocks and some skulls and stuff in there, and um, maybe the trapdoor or either the trapdoor from above or the um, the culvert or the what you call it, the gate. You could probably get three, four hundred dollars out of it. Right. But the rancor by itself, no. 
Yeah. I think you got one of the stretch goals was like some bones. Yeah. And then the cardboard then Luke cardboard background. I don't even think you got that. I, yeah. You got the cardboard backdrop. Oh, well, cardboard wouldn't be bad if, as long as it, it fit into something else. So you have the rocks and the little bit of the cave wall or something. I still wonder if they actually learned anything from that fiasco. Probably not. What they should have learned was. Or probably not the right thing, at least. What they should have learned was you don't do Hasbro or HasLab for Black Series. Vintage collection. Black Series to do it right. They just have to do it right. And that's the thing. They can't. Yeah. They've proven they could do it right with with vintage collection. Stay there. Um, I know we didn't record last week since we're talking about Hasbro. They did announce last week there is a new six-pack retro figures coming out for the Phantom Menace. Yeah. Qui-Gon Jinn, Obi-Wan, Padme, Darth Maul, Jar Jar Binks, and a battle droid. <laughs> they will be sold as a six-pack. Consider me bought. Yeah. That's a set I will buy. From the Return of the Jedi set, I'm only really interested in going back and getting... I may get Yak Face because, well, Yak Face, the original is so hard to get. And I may and I, and I want Mon Mothma. I'm still trying to find Tarkin from... From the game, Battle of the Death Star game. And I'm trying to get uh, the Snowspeeder Luke. Because those were also the other two that were made recently that were not made back in the day. Yeah. Actually, I, Hasbro kind of confused me because it was either this week or last week that they announced the Droid 2-pack with a 3PO. The problem is you get the three, the Battle Droid with 3PO head from Attack... Or from attack oh, we were talking about this over on... Um, yeah. <laughs> The rewatch. Yeah. You get the battle droid with 3PO's head from the arena and you get a super battle droid. Yeah. Why didn't they do the other half of that and do the 3PO body with the um I know, battle droid head. head? Yeah. That's your two pack. And then make the head swappable. Or if you want to go three pack, throw the super battle droid in that way as well. Yeah. yeah. But it's like, why would they make one of those two but not the other? I don't know. Unless they're wanting people to, they may um, go the other way, and then you will see in six months they announce the three PO with a battle droid head, and then a battle droid also. I I, I, I believe you're I believe you're right though. It's a missed opportunity. Yeah, it, they should have made it a three pack, the super battle droid. Maybe they want to see if anybody actually cares and buys it. Yeah, yeah. There's that well, too. There's that too. And it's not. I mean, Hasbro usually doesn't do it. But we've seen from the um, higher end action figures, they have swappable hands, swappable um, faces, they have swappable heads. You could really easily make those two battle droids, the battle droid and the protocol, with swappable heads. So you could take 3PO's head off of the that battle droid and put it onto the 3PO body or switch it back and forth. Yeah. And you make 3PO all grungy and nasty where it looks like he's been through the ringer. Yep. Yep. But we didn't go to college for marketing, so. <laughs> Neither did the people from Hasbro or, or Disney. Oh, no, did I, I say problem, that out loud? I think the problem is they did, and that's why they don't know what they're doing. We might, well, You might need to be a little bit careful there, Mike. Uh, we know some people who may have that um, dissing on Disney may not help with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. We keep it real here, folks. <laughs> Just the way we are. We keep it real. We're not afraid. To say we don't like something. Why should we? Well, yeah. because we don't get invites to the media events or anything else. 
That's why we don't get invites to media events. <laughs> Probably, but you know. That they don't know we're around. Oh, people know we're around. They know we're around at Lucasfilm. See, we got to make sure the right people know we're around. But you know. <laughs> they know we're around. We're on their, their uh, naughty list. But, but you know, you was, I would hope they would think, you know, we still love the franchise. We still care about the franchise. Of course we do. That's why we do this. But we're not gonna we're not gonna blow smoke up people's butts and go, oh, everything's so hunky dory, we love it all. When behind the scenes we go, yeah, it stunk. <laughs> no. It does us no good, they it does them no good. Oh wow. I we got me looking through Haswell Pulse now. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Cobra um flight pod, the trouble bubble with the Telero Vipers, only fifty five dollars. Oh wow. Yeah. I still I classified series. I'm gonna have to get um my Persantin vintage vintage collection figure from there because I've I haven't seen it in the stores. You haven't? No, I have the Black Series Chrysantin, the yeah, newest that's one. What I'm talking about. I have that one. I don't have the three and three quarter inch. Oh. So give me a, give me a week or so because I got to go down to Toy Kingdom and look and see what they got. Anyway, I've not got a chance to get down there to the holiday season yet. So let me look see what they got. Okay. I'm looking for the three and three quarter inch and it's in, it's in the deluxe package. That's all cardboard box. Okay. This one, they, they didn't learn from that rancor at all. They have a, um, the black series job of the hut that they made that comes with his, um, his hookah and uh, salacious crumb. They still have it for 90 bucks on Hasbro pulse. It's Jabba, salacious crumb. And you get the, um, the like rack that goes beside him that the toads and the hookahs on. Mm. Yeah. Now, if I remember right, the Boba Fett with the throne room, that was a vintage series, though, wasn't it? That was vintage collection. So this is too big for that. See, if they made this vintage collection with all these details and stuff, it'd be perfect because you could just swap it back and forth, depending on what era you want it to be. Yeah, that's possible. Uh, I know with the Boba Fett, when they did the um, the HasLab, now, was it HasLab? No, there was another Jabba's throne room. They did the Jabba, and then they did the throne for Book of Boba Fett. That had Bib Fortuna. Yeah, it's a vintage because I see it right here now. There, there was something. There was an add-on with Boba from Book of Boba Fett to it as well. That you could inter that playset could be interswapped amongst all these different characters. It was a ends up turning into a multi-purpose playset. Yeah, I see it. Which was a great idea. There's no changes for it. Everything's the same except for you put Boba Fett on the throne instead of Bib Fortuna. Other than that, everything's the same. Yeah, yeah. So um, let's wrap this up with, let's do a quiz, guys. It is the holiday season, and we have a quiz of what Star Wars band is going to perform at your holiday party. I took this quiz last week, but I gotta, um, we'll see if I, if I get the same results. So... Question one, where will you be holding your event? A fancy Wait, yacht? I'm not, ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. Ready? No. Ready? No. How about now? Where is it? It's in the show notes. Here at the bottom. Mm-hmm. I am sad, though, on Hasbro Pulse, under their holiday gift guide, anybody who is looking for the Furby Coral Interactive plushie toy, Furby, he sold out. Yeah. What they brought back, or no, uh, they... They brought it to shop Disney, uh, Chewbacca Life Day figure. 
Yeah. So. All right. I'm ready. All right. Where will you be holding your event? A fancy yacht? A casino? A trendy club? A friend's house? Who's on the guest list? It's a private affair. It's open to all friends and family or business associates. What kind of vibe are you going for? Elegance and sophistication? A show of power? A show of wealth? I'm just here for a good time. What kind of food will you be serving? Tapas? Just appetizers? Just drinks? A sit-down meal? A buffet? What genre of music will set the right mood? Classic rock? Classical? A mix? Or opera? What kind of decor will make this party more festive? Silver and gold decorations? Traditional? Twinkling lights? No decorations needed. Will there be any celebrities at this shindig? Elite entrepreneurs? Sports stars? Famous singers? I'm kind of a big deal. Which I think we are because we're award winning. When will you hold your party? This weekend? In a week? Sometime this month to celebrate the new year. Will there be a gift exchange? White elephant? Just for the kids? Um, also known as Yankee Swap to, to uh, some of us. <laughs> uh, white elephant? I always knew a Secret Santa. We, we called it no, Secret Santa as well. That's a whole different thing. Yeah, that's totally different. Well, no, some no, places um, I was at, we called it Secret Santa. <laughs> yeah, white elephant is where you're fighting over them. Yeah. Or Santa Swap. Santa Swap's what we called it. Okay. Oh, right. you draw names in the bird. Yeah. Santa Swap. Santa yeah. Swap. Whoever. Uh, just for the host or no gifts. And you guys got starting with you, Ken. I have two different answers because when I re- when I did this last week with my true answers to this, I got um, Max Rebo. Nice. Okay. But now I got. Um, I just wanted to see what other. Fans will pop up, so I went the swankiest, most expensive, luxurious party you could ever have. <laughs> right. And um, Max Reba, Orodia, um, Ventifoli, and Luello Primoc. Uh, that's band the- playing at, for you know, in solo at um, Dryden Voss's shindig. Yep. Oh, yep, yep. When I was taking this, I could only think of two bands in Star Wars. I had Vigor and Dan and the Modal Nodes, and I had Max Reaper. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one. I remember this one, too, but there there was there was also a band in uh, Force Awakens at Canto Bite. I don't know if we ever got a name for them, though. Well, we no. never got the name for these ones, either. And we also had, there was also a band at Miles Kanata's. Yeah. Which, again, didn't have the name. Uh, Derek, who'd you get? DJR3X. Ah, Okay. Okay. That's nothing I forgot about. DJ Rex. DJ Rex. Mm-hmm. Which Derek has his picture with. Mm-hmm. Bogus Cantina. On beautiful Black Spire planet of Batu. Black Spire Outpost. Well, I got Max Rebo Band. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That was a fun little quiz. I'll have to go yeah. back and, and do it with other answers just to see who the other bands are. That's why I did it the way I did it. So... Um, they, did you get the quiz that comes after it? What no. gift would you get? No, I didn't see that. At the end of the quiz there, you click and it takes you to another quiz. That's the way all these work. Oh, hold on. Let me go there. The easy way. <laughs> click the top corner answer and everything. Oh, we got time. Let's do this gift. This quiz too. Mm-hmm. 
I'm doing that too. Let's see what the other band is real quick because I ended up going back after restart. Let me know when you're ready. Wow. I've, I don't even remember that. Star Weavers, the band I got on this one. It was actually from Star Wars um, Visions. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're the ones who do. Um, there's a whole episode about them. I gotta go back and rewatch Visions. I've only seen it once. At season one. It was season one. Well, yeah, because there's only been did two. Season two come out yet? Yes. Oh. Yes. I wonder if one of the choices is Jefferson Starship. <laughs> yeah. I would not be surprised if that actually popped up on one of these somehow. <laughs> or, or or Diane Carroll. Alrighty. Uh, oh boy. What Star Wars gift would you get? Here we go. Pick a color. Black, blue, red, or green. Which character do you identify with the most? Ray, Kanan Jarrus, Luke Skywalker, Boba Fett. What type of gift do you enjoy receiving most? Something practical, clothing and apparel, toys and games, something pretty. Something pretty. <laughs> Where, where's my underwear? Um, I don't want to know. <laughs> Turn your camera off first. It, it, it's, it's a bad Christmas <laughs> if I don't get underwear. I actually look forward to getting underwear every year. <laughs> yes, I'm at that stage of my life. Uh, <laughs> which character would you want to join? Which character would you want to join? Want to join you on a road trip? Kylo Ren, C-3PO, Chewbacca, Lando Calrissian. Pick a vehicle to take on a road trip. On the trip, a car, a plane, a motorcycle, any garbage will do. What's your favorite holiday tradition? Singing? Have y'all heard me sing? Yes, you guys have. Uh, decorating, dressing up, going to parties. Pick a favorite Star Wars creature or alien. A porg. It's what's for dinner. The Sarlacc. Ewoks. Thala Siren. What's a Thala Siren? I don't, I don't remember. remember. It's got to be from the newer movies. I think it is. I think it is. What's your favorite Winter weather activity. Snowboarding, sledding, hiking, building snowmen. Staying indoors. Living in Florida. <laughs> Pick a holiday snack. Cookies and milk. A gingerbread house. Candy canes. Cheese and crackers. How would you classify yourself? Scoundrel, Jedi, Sith, bounty hunter. Yes. What would you ask for for a gift? Or no, what would you get? This says, what would you ask for on mine? Mine says, what would you Ah. So, Derek, start with you. I would get a droid. I'm cool with that. Oh, Ken? I would ask for peace in the galaxy. Oh, that's... Oh, lame. (laughs) I, too, would get a droid. Which is funny, because... Melissa and I went shopping at studios this past Sunday to pick up some stuff. And they had the remote control SK620 from the Star Cruiser that they were selling in the parks. Oh, yeah. With my discount, I'm getting it for Christmas. Nice. So, remember when we went into Droid Depot, Derek? They had the pre-made R2s and yeah. BB-8s and the choppers. Mm-hmm. It's the same same size as that. And I think, it, I, think I showed y'all... Hmm. The droid I built for my 50th birthday. Uh, 
R55 or R50LD oldie that I built. It's that size where it's got the where it's got the remote control with it. So yeah. So I have a question for you guys. Sure. You're receiving a droid for Christmas. What's the first thing you have it do? Mm. Doesn't have to be in Star Wars. It's just if you're sitting at home right now, in a couple of days, Christmas morning, you open up and it's an actual droid. What do you have it do? Keep the very room. first thing when you open it. Yes. Keep the, the room. Keep the room safe okay. while I go back to bed. I would have it chase my cat around. <laughs> <laughs> Keep the dogs occupied. Um, I have no idea. Actually, that's a good question. I have no clue either. I would ask the droid what he wanted to do. Well, we've seen in Star Wars, droids can do just about anything. <laughs> yes, yes, they it can. depends on what kind of droid I got. <laughs> that's the next question, I guess. What type of droid yeah. would you get? What kind of droid would you need? Um, would you want a protocol droid? You teach it to that, clean. The no, house? no, 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 no. Well, wait. You teach it to clean the house and make dinner and all that stuff, and basically be a maid droid. Maybe. Uh-huh. You make, get an astromech and make it fix your car for you. <laughs> well, the question is, what type of astromech? R series, C series, B series? They're all mechanics. Um. You get a battle droid and have it chase your enemies. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't happen. Yeah, really. You get a gonk droid and, and uh, always have power. <laughs> no, you get, that, a, you get a battle droid and then you go on the road to, uh, doing comedy clubs. <laughs> having a gonk, me having a gonk droid down here wouldn't be a bad idea, especially with hurricanes. Yeah. Just saying. Or for us, Ken, during winter blizzards and stuff. Yeah. See, I, I don't know. I, I've in the whole time I've been here. I'm, once a year, maybe the lights will flicker, but then it never stays off. Yeah, we don't have too many problems with power outages either where I am. But we didn't choose to live in no hurricane areas. Hey, <laughs> I resemble that. Just saying. I mean, you work. You work at um, at the Disney parks. You could have chosen California. No. <laughs> <laughs> you would have no hurricanes. Big no. Just saying. Nope. Nada. Or you could have chosen Tokyo or Paris or. Eh, a little harder to get those. I can imagine. Be a little harder. So, any final thoughts, gentlemen? Nope. I think I'm good. Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas to everyone. And we will see everyone next next week. Until next time. Gentlemen, sounds like there's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. All right, cut the chatter. Jets, I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2. Oh, my God.